Hey, what's up, y'all? Alan Kenny, host of Blatant Homers and Podcasts, part of Crimson and Cream Machine on the SB Nation Network of Podcasts. Uh, make sure to rate, review, subscribe, wherever it is that you get your podcasts. Uh, just, you know, that way other people can find us a little bit easier out there if you're enjoying what you're hearing. Uh, this week's edition of Picks Trying Not to Suck, if you can believe it, we're actually in week 10. And you know what? I actually went back through the numbers and skinny. We're not sucking that bad. Uh, you are actually at 60% on the year, 27 of 45. I'm at 24 out of 45. So even though I'm three games behind, that's 53%. So you're probably making a little bit of money if you're, if you're, if you're tracking these. So keep that in mind. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, we're going to get to our picks as always. We'll do our five favorite, uh, picks against the spread for this week. Uh, but first off, I guess since there's no OU game this weekend, Oof. we've got to talk about uh, the debacle from uh, Saturday versus Kansas State. Sooners went to Manhattan, came away with a 48-41 loss. Uh, gosh, um, general reaction, Skinny? Yeah, I mean, where to begin? And I, I guess I hate to pat myself on the back too much, but I think last week I was sitting here saying, like, it's weird to be in a, this late into the season and feel like you really don't know what you have. Because I feel like you know the competition up to this point is, has hasn't been good for OU, and I I, I think they got a little bit exposed. Um, you know, at, at at the same time, do I think um, it's all doom and gloom, and this team is as bad as they played on Saturday? No, I mean I I, I think the reality is they're just they're probably not <clears throat> their ceiling is not what we thought it was for a number of reasons. Um, do I still think they're going to go? probably win the big 12 and have a shot at the playoff depending on what happens yes um so i you know i guess i I, i'm you know it's disappointing in a number of ways for how they play but you know are is it you know is all hope you know cause for hope loss no yeah you know i mean to me i see i think i feel like the word exposed is a little I, I'm not sure if that's the way I felt about it because honestly, like the, a lot of the stuff that Kansas State was able to do to OU, we've seen other teams do in spurts. Uh, the difference was Kansas State is built to do just that, you know, play after play, down after down, uh, at least offensively in terms of you know hammering the hammering the ball with that running game. Uh, they, you know, an Oklahoma's defense is not really built to, you know, go up against those kinds of downhill running, physical running attacks. Um, but, you know, looking at it, uh, you know, zooming out a little bit, I mean, you you start to think about it. I mean, OU had, uh, you know, two giveaways inside their own 25 yard line, you know, I mean, stuff, you start to think about stuff like that. It's hard for me to see the same set of events or circumstances, you know what I mean? Kind of like replicating themselves throughout the rest of the season. Sure. Um, so, you know, I mean, you know, I look at it, I, I don't feel, I, I didn't feel like Oklahoma was really, I mean, I think it's a more complete team they've had in recent years, but I also didn't necessarily look at it as a team where I thought that they were going to go and win the playoff or anything like that already. So like, to me, I, I feel like it's kind of right where they were when they, uh, before the game, you know, I mean, you know, I, more than anything else, I think they, they got real sloppy too. Yeah. Oh, no doubt. I mean, it, it's, it's stupid, stupid penalties, turnovers, um, some, even some, uh, I guess I would say kind of coaching blunders, so yeah. to speak. And, mm-hmm. and, and K-State's 
you know, it, it's kind of like they were under Snyder. You just, you can't do that um, against a decent opponent uh, on the road. And, um, you know, and then it just kind of snowballed on them. And, and I, you know, it's kind of a cliche about the complimentary football, but, um, you know, as much as everyone wants to kind of bag on the defense, uh, you know, and it's hard to say this when the offense is putting up those kind of numbers, but, uh, you know, I, I mean, outside of, uh, of CD lamb and Hertz and, and uh, you know the other rece- the other receivers and the running backs are good, but uh, you know I think they I don't think the offensive line is what it is, and I think that really uh, I I think that maybe has something to do with why uh, Lincoln kind of got away from the run game too. Yeah, probably so. You know, it's funny too because Lincoln Riley is you know, has this reputation he's young and brash and a gunslinger and all that stuff. But his his decisions when it comes to fourth down, you know, in, in the opponent's territory, I mean, he's so conservative. You've got that offense and you're kicking field goals, you know, when you've got a fourth and three from, you know, about 20 yards out. I, I just, I don't know, man. I You got to go for it, you know. I mean, twice that happened and it just, it, it felt like it sunk him to me. Yeah, I mean, I think he almost takes kind of a stoops. Stoops was somewhat similar in that you you feel like you have the better team, so you're going to let it play out. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and over time, you know, you're you're gonna you're gonna get the better of them. And obviously, that didn't happen for for a number of reasons. And I say this all the time: like, I don't care who you are. I mean, look at Clemson uh, this year against uh, North Carolina. I mean, you're always gonna it's college football. You're gonna have that one stinker, right? And, yeah. And like you know, you look at Tech last year where you throw the two picks early and. You know, you're fortunate a lot of times to come out with wins in those, and and this was that game for them, and and they didn't do it. And I, part of it is I just don't think they're quite as good as they offensively, and particularly mm-hmm. offensively, as they have been the past couple of years. Yeah, I think that's fair. Um, let's go ahead and get into our picks for Week Ten. Uh, last week I went four and one. Uh, I had uh, TCU straight up. That was a winner. Uh, Washington State. That was a winner. Uh, Sparty, no, not even close. Uh, then Michigan was straight up winner, and then unfortunately I had Kansas State plus twenty one and a half. Yeah, that came in. Uh, you went three and two. You had Auburn uh, that hit North Carolina. Unfortunately, the hook did you in. Texas, yeah. nope. Uh, Texas A and M, yes, and then you were also on Wazoo plus fourteen. So uh, three and two versus four and two. That takes me to twenty four out of forty five on the year. You're at twenty seven out of forty five. Um, I'll go ahead and start us off this week with uh, our five picks again. We do five picks against the spread every week. First up, I'm going against Notre Dame again. Um, you know, I, I just I get it. There was weather, but I really don't like how that team is playing at the moment. Um, and it's just, I don't see a lot t- there that makes you think that they're the kind of team that's going to run away and hide from somebody. That's what you're, what's implied in this line this week against Virginia Tech. Uh, the Hokies are coming to South Bend. Uh, they are plus 17 and a half. It's been a tough year for, for Tech, no doubt about it, but they were off last week also. So there's no, you know, kind of, uh, they had a chance to kind of, Get a few things together. Uh, ND's probably coming off a little bit of an emotional uh, kind of letdown after that Michigan game. I'm going to go ahead and take the points here with the Hokies, plus 17 and a half. Yeah, I looked at that one long and hard for, for a lot of the same reasons. I, I I definitely think that's a good pick. I worry it's a little bit of a sucker play, but, well, I mean, because it just seems to be screaming for you to take tech, so we'll see. Right. All right, hit me. What's your first one? All right, I you know I'm gonna stick with the in the Big Twelve, looking at the uh, 
what do they call it? The battle for the sunflower state or something. Uh, K-State at KU. Um, and you also say, I think it's interesting, you look at K-State's schedule down the stretch, they could very easily win three, four uh, of their last five games, given that schedule, and, and end up looking having a decent record on the season. Um, you know, I think K-State wins this game. But, you know, you look at it, KU is better. I mean, I, I, <laughs> I hear people laughing at me right mm-hmm. now, but KU is better. I mean, you know, switch offense coordinators, they put up 500 yards in two-plus games uh, against some bad defenses. But, you know, this is at KU getting six points. I, I think KU keeps it close. K-State wins. Yeah, I'm really kind of kicking myself that I didn't take Kansas – or probably, yeah, I didn't take Kansas last week. Uh, you know, I, I, that was just – everything about that was setting up for a KU win. Uh, they're definitely playing better right now. It's hard to hard to argue with that, so I'm with you. Um, let's see here. My next pick, I'm going with Air Force, minus 14.5 against uh, Army. This is as much a pick against Army as it is a pick on Air Force. Uh, something has happened to the uh, Black Knights there. Uh, they've really fallen off the last couple of weeks. I mean, that loss last week, San Jose State, I mean, traveling all the way up there to West Point, still lose, still uh, still coming away with the win. Uh, something's, something's just not right with Army. Air Force is also a team that's playing really well. Great defense. Uh, you know, I think that this is a case where um, Air Force is going to take out some frustrations, uh, maybe from past years on Army, and uh, really uh, kind of put the hammer down here. Hmm. Okay. I don't, have, yeah, I guess I see that. I don't have a lot of conviction on that one. All right. Lay it on me. What's your second pick? All right. I'm looking uh, out west. Uh, I'm looking at Utah going into Husky Stadium. Um, Utah is actually favored by three and a half. I kind of, you know, I kind of look at that Oregon, Washington, Utah is all, you know, kind of one A, B, and C out there in the, in the Pac-12. So to get the Huskies with the three and a half at home, uh, there's I think the, I guess there's some question about is it Hundley, uh, the yeah. quarterback for Utah and his his health in this game, which makes me wonder why the line hasn't moved a little more, but. Um, I'll take Washington uh, at three and a half and really wish they had gone ahead and uh, knocked off Oregon a couple weeks ago. Oh, yeah. I'm in the same boat. (laughs) I was on that game, and I'm with you here, too. I'm on the Huskies also, plus three and a half. Uh, uh, For me, I just look at it. I feel like, you know, coming. it's funny. Coming into the season, I was probably a little bit more – uh, skeptical about Washington than most people seem to be. And now I feel like I'm a little bit higher on them. Uh, I thought they actually played pretty well against Oregon. Um, I think, I, and just looking at it here, I, I would have made this game, I would have made the Huskies actually a small favorite here. Maybe, uh, you know, like Washington minus one or one and a half. So, I mean, for me, just on, on, on the strength of that alone, I, I, I'm looking at this one and I just, I like, I just like Washington in the spot. Um, I'm going to, I'm with you too. I'm going to take the Huskies. I think they went straight up. All right. I'm, I'm on it. I'm, we agree there. All right. So, so what's your third? Uh, I'm looking at the, the, you know, the world's largest cocktail party. We've got Georgia, Florida, um, uh, Florida's getting six points. I'm not as high on Georgia as some, I mean, they have, they haven't been playing well. Uh, they're certainly still a really strong team. Don't get me wrong, but, but they're also kind of, you know, not really built to, to kind of run away and hide. Not that this is a huge spread, but, I, you know, I think they kind of play into Florida's hands a little bit. It's, it's a decent matchup for Florida. I think 
you know, this is another one where I would probably say Georgia wins in a close one. So I'll take Florida getting the six points. Yeah, and this is a no bet for me. I think if I were going to, I'd probably be on Georgia actually. But yeah, I the number is right around where I think it just it, to me it, it I'm that's a stay away. So uh, fair enough. Let's see. Okay, my fourth one. Uh, going to the SEC, Ole Miss plus eighteen and a half. Uh, they're going to Auburn. Auburn's coming off that loss to uh, LSU, which you know, I mean, they they fought pretty hard there and just couldn't get it at the end. Um, Ole Miss was off last week. I realize there's some question about the health of the in the quarterback situation there, but uh, to me, this is just a case where I feel like. Uh, Auburn's offense really isn't built to uh, blow teams away. You know, there'll be a lot of running in this mm-hmm. game. Uh, I think that uh, Ole Miss, you know, especially with Auburn, you know, having played a physical game last week and also, uh, you know, stuff getting, probably coming in a little flat for this one. I'm, I'm going to take Ole Miss plus 18 and a half. Auburn still wins, but uh, that's, a, that's a whole lot of points for this game. Oh, yeah, I like that one, actually. I, You know, Ole Miss, I don't know what they've done on the season against the line, but they've been – I'm 2-0 and with them. So um, – and I, I tend to agree with you. Auburn is kind of they, – they just kind of seem to play to the level of their competition. And, mm-hmm. <laughs> you yeah. Know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, they struggled so, with, like, Tulane, you know, and stuff. So, yep. yeah. All right, so what's your fourth pick? All right, I'm looking at Michigan going into Maryland. Maryland's getting three touchdowns. You know, I think, again, it kind of comes down to, uh, you know, I'm staying with some dogs this week, even though I, I don't feel great about, about riding with Maryland. But, mm. you know, I, I still think it's – and, you know, I Michigan, to their credit, has obviously played better uh, the past couple of weeks, particularly offensively. So, um, But still, I think this is kind of – uh, that was a big atmosphere for them. Big game. I, I think you're looking at kind of a, maybe a little bit of an emotional letdown here um, and them traveling out to the East coast. So I'll take Maryland getting the three touchdowns. Yeah, this one, I, I have no clue because, uh, you know, like you mentioned, Michigan looked good last week. Maryland looked really bad, <laughs> but yeah, the, the situation of it to me, it just, it's too hard to predict how Michigan will come out. So I'm with you. I'm there. Or pardon me. I'm, I'm passing on that one. Um, last game for me, my fifth one, Memphis at home, uh, game day is going to be there on Beale street, you know, uh, maybe, you know, out there, what, isn't that where like BB King's place and everything is? I don't know. <laughs> have, you ever, have you ever been to Beale street? Is it, it was like, it, it's been a while, but it, man, it, it just kind of felt, maybe I expected too much, but it was a little underwhelming. Oh man, well don't let uh, Memphis say that. Hear you say that, man. Uh, that town oh, no. is that town, man. You do not want any drama there, man. That is a but, rough town. But but Memphis in May is incredible. If anybody gets a chance to go, they should go. Well, uh, speaking of incredible, <laughs> Memphis has an incredible offense or something like that. Uh, they're playing. They're playing really well, though. And part of this too is that SMU is just kind of limping here at the moment. You know, I know they. I know they ended up pulling off the win last week against Houston, but I mean they had to hang on. They had that. Uh, you know, just miracle against Tulsa. I'm. I'm essentially fading Memphis with this pick. Or pardon me, fading SMU with this pick. I'm going to go ahead and take Memphis minus five and a half. Yeah, I, I like that as well. All right, last one. All right, my so Houston uh, plus twenty three going into UCF. 
This is my one, I'm taking all dogs this week, but this is my one uh, road dog. Uh, I look at Houston, at, you know, they, you know, they, I know they only have three wins on the season, but, you know, they played decent competition and done all right, you know, and I know they've had all the issues with Derek King and, and all those kind of things. Um, but still, you know, they, they play teams pretty well against some decent competition. UCF, I'm not as high on. Um, you know, I, I certainly don't think they are what they've been, you know, the past couple years. I, I just think that's kind of a lot of points. So I'll take Houston getting 23 going into, I always get South and Central. That's, that's, uh, Orlando, correct? Oh yeah, or is it absolutely. T- uh, yeah. whatever mm-hmm. that is, the Citrus Bowl or whatever that stadium is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Or I don't even know if that's where Central Florida plays, to be honest. I don't know. But uh, eh, yeah, I, that one I, I just didn't have a good good lean on, so I, I'm gonna I'm gonna stay away there. So all right, just to recap, Skinny went with all dogs this week. Kansas plus six, Washington plus three and a half, Florida plus six and a half, the Maryland Terrapins plus twenty one and a half, and Houston plus twenty three. Coogan it. I have um, Virginia Tech. The Hokies plus 17 and a half at Notre Dame. I've got Air Force laying a t- two touchdowns and a hook at home against Army. Uh, I'm also on Washington plus three and a half. I've, I've got Ole Miss plus 18 and a half going to Auburn and Memphis minus five and a half. So uh, with no OU game this week, we got nothing to talk about there. Hopefully, uh, though, uh, you know, things will be looking up for the Sooners uh, week uh, next week when we uh, preview uh, the OU-Iowa uh, State game. But uh, for this week, you know, that's, that's it. Uh, best of luck, Skinny. Yeah, same to you. All right. Thanks to you all for joining us, too. Uh, for the Blayton Homers and Podcast, I'm Alan Kenny. Take it easy.